Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah. O people, the purpose behind the creation of mankind is so that they will worship Allah alone. Worship is not limited to rituals such as prayer and fasting. It includes all inward and outward words and deeds that Allah is pleased with and loves. Servitude to Allah which is loving, submitting, and obeying Him alone is the reason for which we are created and is a great honor. On the other hand, worshiping, loving, venerating, and obeying other than Allah is the biggest disgrace. These false deities come in many forms, such as other people, wealth, and even one's own desires. Allah warned us from falling into shirk, associating others with Him and worshipping other than him. He describes shirk as a great injustice in verse 13 of Surah Luqman. And when Luqman said to his son while he was instructing him, O my son, do not associate anything with Allah. Indeed, associating is a great injustice. And he warned all the messengers and prophets, including our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, as indicated in verse 65 of Surah Az-Zumar. And indeed, it has been revealed to you, as it was to those before you. If you join others in worship with Allah, then surely all your deeds will be in vain, and you will certainly be among the loser. Also, Allah the Exalted made it the only sin that will not be forgiven. As for any other sins aside from it, even the major sins, they will fall under the will of the merciful. If he wills, he will punish, or if he wills, he will forgive, as indicated in verse 48 of Surah An-Nisa. Indeed, Allah does not forgive association with him, but he forgives what is less than that for whom he wills. And he who associates others with Allah has certainly fabricated a tremendous sin. And in Sahih Muslim, he who dies without associating anything with Allah will enter Jannah, and he who dies associating partners with Allah will enter the fire. Worshipping Allah is for our own benefit and does not result in any benefits to Allah the Exalted, as he said in verse 15 of Surah Fatir, O mankind, it is you who stand in need of Allah, but Allah is free of all needs, worthy of all praise. Also in verse 8 of Surah Ibrahim, And Moses said, If you should disbelieve, you and whoever is on the earth entirely, indeed, Allah is free of need and praiseworthy. And in verse 12 of Surah Luqman, And we had certainly given Luqman wisdom. Be, be grateful to Allah, and whoever is grateful is grateful for himself, and whoever denies his favor, then indeed, Allah is free of need and praiseworthy. And in the Hadith Al-Qudsi, O my servants, you will not be able to bring harm to me, and you will not be able to bring benefit to me. O my servants, we're the first of you and the last of you, the human of you and the jinn of you, to have hearts like the most pious person among you. That would not increase my dominion at all. O my servants, 
were the first of you, and the last of you, the human of you, and the jinn of you, to have hearts like the most wicked man among you, that would not decrease my dominion at all. O my servants, were the first of you, and the last of you, the human of you, and the jinn of you, to all stand in one place, and request me, and were I to give every one what he requested, that would not diminish what I have any more than a needle would diminish the sea if it's placed in it. This was related by Muslim. Worshipping Allah is for our own benefit, and does not benefit Allah in any way. Those benefits are realized in this life and in the afterlife. As for the afterlife, there is everlasting bliss. Allah says in verses 9 and 10 of Surah Yunus, Indeed, those who have believed and done righteous deeds, their Lord will guide them because of their faith. Beneath them rivers flow in the gardens of pleasures. Their call therein will be, Exalted are you, O Allah, and their greeting therein will be peace, and the last of their call will be, Praise to Allah, Lord of the worlds. Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him, narrated that the Prophet ﷺ said, Allah most high said, I have prepared for my righteous servants what no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no human heart has conceived. All of that is in store, and what has not been recounted to you is much greater. And then he recited, No person knows what is kept hidden for them of the lights of the eyes. With regards to this worldly life, Worshipping Allah, the Most High, alone, without any partners, guarantees the integrity of life in line with what Allah wants, so that fairness and justice between His servants is established, and it guarantees for them honor and dignity. Also, it guarantees the maximum amount of security and safety for all human beings, and the maximum protection against transgression of the wrongdoers, and lifting pressure from the coerced and weak, and preventing exploitation. So honor and dignity is realized to worshiping Allah with humility, submission, humbleness, and seeking His help and imploring Him. Allah the Almighty has established absolute justice and complete equality between His creation and everything. For example, the rich person should not think that he was favored over others in terms of provisions because he, him, he may have been given wealth, but the blessing of health was taken away from him, and health is a provision. And the strong person should not think he was favored over others, because although he was given strength, but he was denied wisdom, and wisdom is a provision. And the handsome person should not think that he is preferred over others in appearance and presence, for he may have been given handsomeness, but he was afflicted with ignorance. And persons of esteem and status, or those with high positions or prestigious jobs, should not think that they are preferred over ordinary people, because they will inevitably need someone from a profession that they consider lowly. For example, he may be a big administrator, a prominent engineer, a famous doctor, a professor, an accountant, or some other prestigious profession, but he will definitely need a carpenter, an electrician, a cleaner, a plumber, or a baker, and a farmer, or and others from professions that he considers lowly. As Allah said in verse 32 of Surah Al-Zukhraf, Is it they who would portion out the mercy of your Lord? 
it is he who portions out between them their livelihood in this world. And we raise some of them above others in ranks, so that they may employ others in their work. But the mercy of your Lord is better than what they amass. So, in one's life, he will need someone who has a talent, a craft, or a profession that he does not have, just as someone else will need him based on what he has. And this need is a form of submission, and there is some degree of humility and requesting assistance, and this is the meaning of servitude. This will be repeated frequently in life of every human being whenever he needs others, and that the submission of human beings to one another will be repeated. Allah the exalted willed to have mercy upon man when he established that the servitude is to him alone and that the submission is to him only and this liberated people from submitting to other than him thus servitude is exclusive to allah which results in liberation from a person submitting to someone who is stronger than him or richer than him or more knowledgeable than him or wiser than him or any other human, regardless of their attributes. O people, what is the difference between servitude of one person to another, and the servitude of people to their Creator? The servitude of one person to another only benefits the person being served, while the servitude of a person to their Creator brings benefits from Allah to the servant. A poet said, I consider myself to be honored that I am a servant. My Lord welcomes me without any appointments. He is in his most high exalted place, but I connect wherever and whenever I wish. Whenever someone visits a person of importance, be it a president or an administrator, he prepares by wearing his finest clothes and he needs to book a prior appointment. And before he meets him, he must pass through screening and security and may be subjected to a personal search. And the duration of the meeting is limited, and he is cautious in what he says, and he may leave without getting any benefit from the meeting, as far as his visit with his Lord. A specific time or place is not required, neither are the finest clothes required. Rather, they should be free from impurity and modest, and he does not need to book a prior appointment, for he enters upon his Lord at any time without screening or searching or any other inconveniences, and moreover, he controls the time. Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, narrated that there was a woman with her, and the Prophet ﷺ entered and said, Who is this? She said, So and so. And she told him about how she prayed a great deal. He said, Stop praising her. You should do what you can, for by Allah, Allah never gets tired of giving reward until you get tired. So the intelligent and successful person does not seek protection, does not hold fast, does not worship any creature, any creature like him. Because, in fact, he can neither benefit nor harm. Rather, he worships, holds fast, and seeks protection from Allah who, who owns everything. Allah said in verse 3 of Surah Al-Furqan, But they have taken besides him gods who create nothing, 
while they are created and possess not for themselves any harm or benefit and possess not death or life or resurrection. Also, in verse 58 of Surah Al-Furqan, Allah said, And put your trust in the ever-living one, who dies not, and glorify his praises, and sufficient is he as the all-knower of the sins of his servants. Hadha wa salatu wa salam ala Rasulillah.